vibrant, vibrant, vibrant music teaching, proven and practical tips, strategies, and ideas for music teachers. This is the Vibrant Music Teaching Podcast. I'm Nicola Canton, and today we're talking about piano swag for your students. beautiful teachers welcome back so today is a bit of a mysterious title so let me explain first of all where this is coming from by swag i'm just talking about anything that you receive for free from anywhere usually it's promotional what put this into my head is well first of all i've been creating our piano bags i give my students piano bags and i've created those a batch of those recently and i decided to finally put together a tutorial to show you how to create your own. So this is a bit niche because it's only if you happen to sew. I'm not gonna teach you to sew. That's not my area of expertise in terms of what I teach you. But if you already do sew and you're comfortable with fairly simple sewing projects, you could make piano bags for your students if you want to, if you want a fun project. So there's a full tutorial with all the measurements I use and how I put them together. Again, assuming that you can already use a sewing machine and you can find that over on the blog right now. So that's one part of this. The other part of this is that recently, back at the end of August, start of September, I attended the first piano conference that I got to go to since the pandemic began. The first in-person conference, the first real, dare I say, conference. (laughs) Anyway, the first in-person one. I've been to great virtual ones, but I went to the European Piano Teachers Association conference. So that's EPTA. That was over in Portugal. So it was really fun because I actually went on holidays in Portugal earlier in the summer and then I was back over there for a conference and it was in the beautiful city of Guimarães. If you have never been to that part of Portugal, it's near Porto, by the way. So if you go to Porto, go to Guimarães. so beautiful. Its nickname is the birthplace of Portugal. And it's just a gorgeous city. It was a great setting for a conference too because it's super walkable. It's a really small city. Anyway, so I was over there. I was thinking about the swag bag there because you always get a bag at these conferences and there's always some fun goodies inside. It very much depends on the conference. Yes, the conference booklet, but then this time, for example, we got a notepad and a pen. And of course, the bag itself is normally the most useful thing you get because like you can use them for shopping and things anyway so you get those at conferences and some teachers give them out to students but what I want to take a look at today is what the point of them is because if we can decide why we're doing them then we can decide what goes in them so I think it's tempting to think that the point of them is promotion We have this idea that students will, I don't know, use the bag or the pen or whatever else you give them out and about, or their parents will, or they'll leave it in the house and their friends will ask about it. And look, that's possible, but I don't think it's something you should rely on for your marketing. So I think if your primary reason for doing swag bags or free stuff that you give to students of any type, if your primary reason is for marketing, I don't think it's a good reason. Sorry to disappoint you, but you can definitely find loads of great marketing ideas on our site. So we have a blog post with loads of different marketing ideas in it. If you actually go to colorfulkeys.ie slash business, you'll be on our business hub page and you'll find loads of marketing advice there. And we have a full marketing course inside Vibrant Music Teaching, which is called Modern Music Teaching Studio Marketing, quite simply. So you can find that if you're a member. If it's not for marketing, should we even do them? Well, as I just said, I do. 
<laughs> so if I think it's not for marketing, why do I do them? Because that'll help you decide whether it's right for you. First thing I'll say about this is that I have an all-inclusive fee structure, meaning students do not pay for anything extra in my studio unless they go in for a competition or an exam or some special case like that. They would pay the fees for those, but otherwise everything is included. Everything expected and predictable is included, like books, games I lend to them, printouts I give them, and yes, their piano bag with their folder and other things inside. So everything is included in my tuition anyway. So this is kind of part of that for me. But why specifically would I give them each of these elements? So the bag, the logic there is, <laughs> honestly, if I don't give them a bag, some of them will come up with their own bag. And this is, used to be my system, right? So some of them would come up with their own bag. They'd find an old school bag or something at home and dedicate that to piano. And that's great. Others wouldn't use a bag at all. And they just arrive with the books in their hand. Others still would be kind of different every week. So the problem with the different every week is they tend to end up not organizing their stuff for piano and not having this book or that book or the folder or whatever else they need. And the problem with the just keeping it in their hand and walking into the lesson is, especially if they're a child, they're just going to break things honestly and it's not their fault like if you have a bunch of books in your hand and a folder they end up like holding the folder by the side and then we just go through loads of folders and that's super wasteful and costs money as well and the books get dropped in puddles and they get all dog-eared and the covers fall off since they're clinging on to them more there's just too much wear and tear there and again they can leave one book accidentally on the car seat behind them so the bag is as much for me as it is for them when they have a dedicated piano bag that has pictures of pianos all over it, they keep their piano stuff in there and they bring it every week. I don't have any students, maybe some adults who, you know, I'm not going to force them to use a certain bag. I don't care as long as they organize their stuff. Pretty much every student brings their piano bag every week and therefore they have this mentality of they have to get their stuff ready in their bag before they come. So it just kind of organizes things better. So I think that of that as not really something parents or students see as a bonus, just something that helps me because they end up being more organized and that's a benefit to me. So if I build that into the budget and allow for that, my studio runs better in general. The other things that are inside are things like their books and their folder. Okay, those are non-negotiables. If they are going to have sheet music and things, I want them to have a folder to put it in. And we also use the folders to put our challenge stickers on when they complete challenges. If you want to find out more about that as well, there's plenty of info on the blog. Just search for challenge board. But I do give them one item which is more traditionally promotional, and that is a t-shirt. So I do a studio t-shirt as well, and that goes in their new bag when they get it. I also mention to students who are continuing that if they, you know, size it, if they need a bigger size of the t-shirt at any stage, they can just ask me. But most students end up getting one. So those I do have to order. I don't make them myself because I'm not in a t-shirt printing press. The current one says, my fingers are magic. I can take black and white and make a rainbow, something like that. The previous one is probably one you've seen many places, which is, um, I, I play piano, what's your superpower? So that one I borrowed from many other places that I've seen it. The my fingers are magic one I made up myself, but if you really want to use it, you can go ahead. If you want to get t-shirts printed with that, I find it quite fun as a little slogan. I give them a t-shirt in the appropriate size as part of their new stuff when they join. 
And then the final thing that goes in the bag is also basically for me. And that is a piano pencil case. So I give them a pencil case which has three different colors. Now the colors are random because I'll just buy like a big box of colored pencils, split them up. I don't give them each a box, right? That would be too expensive and they only need three colors. For most things, three is enough colors. <laughs> so that's the logic. And a little post-its, the tiny little ones that are squares and a three dice and other things. If you look at the practice kit on my site, you'll, you'll see a lot of stuff that's in there. Now I have a lot of these things at the studio and we use a lot of my copies of things um, when they're here because I'll just, you know, put the post-it on the page or whatever. However, when they're at home, I want them to have easy access to these things. So the dice we use for different practice games and we there's three of them because we also use them for crossing the river, which is like our three in the row practice strategy, various things like that. This isn't what the podcast today is about, so I won't go into the details, but it's basically just a pencil case with a few different things that are useful in their practice, make it more interactive and mean that they're not spending their practice time searching their house for whatever they need, a pencil or whatever. But I haven't given you the main reason that I like to have my swag bags, that I like to have these packs that I give to new students and that they bring to lessons each week. I've given you individual reasons, but the overarching reason is that I want them to be a part of something bigger. This is just one of the ways that I communicate to parents that no, they are not paying just for a weekly lesson. They are paying for much more than that. And they are part of a studio community. We have an identity here. We are part of a whole. They are not just coming in with whatever books they decide to use and having a weekly lesson where we react to what they present to us. We have a plan and we are guiding them on a journey and they are part of our community. And so when you pay for your fees for your lessons, you're really paying to be part of this overall community, to be part of what we do here and all that we provide, including the swag bags, yes, including the recitals, including the group workshops, and every other little thing we do, including our lesson planning time. Your one thing this week is to consider why you give your students the things that you do, or why you don't give them anything if you don't. Have a reason behind it. And consider my reasons as a suggestion, not a dogma that you have to follow. It's just about you narrowing in on what it is that you want from the freebies or the swag that you give to students. That's my perspective on it anyway. I would love to hear yours. Please leave a comment on the article that goes along with this episode. It's at colourfulkeys.ie slash 217. Or you can find me over on Instagram. We're at colourfulkeys. One of the awesome benefits for Vibrant Music Teaching members is that they get an exclusive member magazine every month. This magazine brings together our blog articles in a way that is digestible and super actionable. If you want to become a member and get the magazine as well as all the other benefits, you can go to vmt.ninja to sign up.